When you pay collections, you immediately admit to the debt. Mm. You have the right to remain silent. With, okay. Because until they prove that it's yours, it, if it's not proven, it must be removed. Okay, just remember that. If they cannot prove it, they must remove it. Oh, that's how the Fair Credit Reporting Act works. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk Podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. A lot of people want to learn how to build their credit. Yeah. Have a poor credit score or no credit score. Yeah. Can you give me the step-by-step for sure how somebody can improve their credit? So if you look at your FICO score right now, there's a difference between two different scores. So there's a Vantage score, Mm -hmm. right? Which is credit karma, your banking apps. That's all BS. You don't want that. Okay. Those are fake. That's just a summary of what your score is. Mm. You really want to know what your FICO score is. And you can find that out by going on Experian.com. Okay. And you could sign up and you can get your Experian, your Equifax, and your TransUnion. Those are the three major bureaus. Okay. I'll tell you the FICO. Once you know your FICO, you are in great standing. If you have nothing on your credit file, you should give yourself a pat on the back because you didn't fuck anything up. That was, you know? My shit was zero until like three years ago. Yeah, so that <laughs> that's actually good. Like, if you have a plan and you're at zero right now, hell yeah. Like, good job. Because now you can just start building the right way. Most people, they get fed the wrong information. You know, they get a bunch of credit card apps in the mail. Apply for this, apply. They get a bunch of bullshit that isn't what you're supposed to get in order. So, what I like to do, uh, I'll do two different avenues we can take. Okay. First avenue, if you're just starting out, what you want to do is you want to start with the best bank in the game, Chase. I okay? think Chase is the best. Chase is the best. Will Fargo's a bunch of criminals. Oh, Will Fargo's the sketchiest. They're the worst. The and then, yeah. it, but, but a close second for criminal banks is uh, Bank of America. Bank of America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're basically a criminal enterprise. I believe, I mean, they all are. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but Chase is the biggest criminal, so they're not going down. Yeah, it's like, we got we, we got to ride with the winners, man. Exactly. Join exactly. Right. They're too big to fail. Exactly. So, so we go with JP Morgan, right? Mm-hmm. I got all my accounts with them. But you also want to diversify a little bit. So when you're first starting out, very easy. Go in there, set up the basic personal checking bank account. Okay. okay load it with as much as you can. Okay. 5K, 500, whatever the minimum amount that they make you do to not have those fees. Right. right? So it's usually 500 bucks. Load that in there. If you want, open up a business account as well. If you want to start a business, open mm-hmm. up a business checking. The, but they were, so for the business, they're going to need to have their LLC and their EIN number. Correct. So, so you will need need to get an LLC and an EIN to open the business, but let's just stick to the personal okay. easy stuff, right? If you have no credit right now. Okay. So you, you open that personal, you load it with 500 bucks, you wait uh, 10 days mm-hmm. just to have that money sit in there. Right. Okay. Now Chase knows you're a client, you're a customer, you've done some you know work with them. Uh, now they're going to treat you with respect. So now you go in there and you apply for a freedom card. There's a freedom a Freedom Unlimited and a Freedom Flex. They're all beginner credit cards. Okay. Now, the cool thing about these beginner cards is they have the point system that all the advanced ones do as well. So you're earning Chase Ultimate Rewards points right off the bat. Okay. Instead of going with like a Discover It, 
Now you're in like that beginner shitty credit card. You're wasting an inquiry. You're with a bank you really don't care about or want to build a relationship with. Yeah. Whereas when you're starting with Chase, you're in it for the next like five cards just with Chase. Okay. So, which so, is great. so you're saying start with Chase. That's the best place to start. A thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. And another major hack you guys could do if you're worried about not getting approved for that first card. For example, my girl, uh, she just got her uh, residency. So she just got a social brand mm -hmm. new to the country, brand new social, no credit at all. Mm. What I did was I added her as an AU, an authorized user, uh, on my best credit card. Yeah. So this card has like a $50,000 limit as a personal card. Mm. I called in. I said, hey, can I add Noemi Hopper? Here's her social. They sent her one with her name on it. We waited until that popped up on her credit report. So I went on the FICO and I said, oh, look, your my card is reporting there. So now she's showing history already. Got it. Now she's got a 780 credit score just piggybacking off mine. Yeah. So when we go to apply at Chase, they're like, oh, Noemi's already with Colin. He's an amazing client. He's got 20 bank accounts and 800 credit score. Yeah, we'll approve her on the little freedom card. Now, what if the guys watching this, what if they don't have a boyfriend with great credit? It's okay. Um, you you could always do, if you want to stick with the AU method, you could get family members. You could mm -hmm. even get a friend or yeah. an uncle or an aunt. Okay. Go network a little bit. Hey, like I'm really trying to I, show them the game plan for your credit, right? I want to get this card first. I just need you to put me as an AU. When the card comes in the mail, you could shop it in half. Yeah. Not, I'm not even using it. I just need it to report. Yeah, you okay. they don't even have to give you the credit no, card. No, they don't give you the credit card. Tell them to cut it in half and throw it out. Yeah, okay. You just want to be on it. I just want to be on it, piggybacking, getting that score, getting that history. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's you know that's what I did because mine was zero. I had yeah. to become an AU uh, with like uh, with a few people I knew. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but they can backfire as well. For example, yeah. I got my grandma who's like 80 years old to add me as an AU. One day she for she does the checks, she writes the checks and sends them into yeah. the bank. One day she forgot and then she missed the payment and then boom, now I have a late payment and my score drops like 40 points right before I'm going to apply for my next card. Ooh. Grandma, what? So I had to call her. She had to. I had to basically get myself off of there. It so took a while. Once you got off, it was cool. Once I got, once you get removed, it's gone. All right. Yeah. So, so AU, keep that in mind. Uh, if you don't have an AU, you can still get a Freedom card or a basic Chase card. Go into the branch, mm. meet a relationship manager. That's what they're called. Yeah. And sit down with them. Tell them, hey, I want to open a bank account. I want to get a credit card. What can I do? Yeah. Start building that relationship. Even if you have a, uh, don't have a, a good credit score or no. If you have nothing. This is if you have nothing. If you have nothing. Talk about if we have bad credit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you have nothing. Also, what about those sites where you can purchase? Uh, trade lines? Yeah. Trade line. It's a little, it's, it's black box. Like it's, you know, yeah. gray. Um, but you can do it. Uh, people screw people over on those sites yeah. sometimes. Like some guy will just take your money and not report it for you. Yeah. So you could try it out. Some are only like 200, 300, 400 bucks. So it's worth a shot. But can you, uh, can you take yourself off? Uh, no. Oh, they got to take you. That's the thing. That's yeah. The thing. It's their primary card. So they're the boss. So that you can't, you can't get off on your own. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you like did some serious credit repair and reported it as fraud and then like got it off. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Let's go back to what I was saying. So basically we have that open now. Uh, we apply for that card. Even if you don't have an AU, they have something called secured cards. So at Chase, right. they have a version where you can go in there, you give them 500 bucks mm -hmm. and they'll open you a secured limit. They'll hold your 500, give you $500 credit card limit. Yeah. And now you're basically just paying them and building that history. You get points with that. 
Uh, not with that basic, basic card. Okay, that's that's why I want you to start with the freedom card. Yeah. Freedom card's awesome because it's a very beginner card. It comes with a sign-up bonus. You get like 40,000, 50,000 points when okay. you spend $3,000 in, I think, three months. Mm. Uh, and then you get points. You get like 1.5x for every dollar spent. You get four times on groceries, all different kinds of cool bonuses. Okay. So great card to start with. Next, I would go with, after you have that card for 90 days. 90 days. Yeah, you want to spend at least 90 days. On the 91st day, now you have three months of history, you can go back in and get a second card. Oh, okay? Cool. So th that is the rule. That's my rule of thumb. Some people, you know, get them, you know, back to back. But if you have no history, you don't want to take any chances. Yeah. There's nothing worse than getting denied. Then you walk out of there with no other card. And you're, yeah. hey, you, you think you should go in the bank and do it? I love going in the bank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going in the bank, building the relationship is always best, especially when it comes to business. Okay. Now, personal cards, it doesn't make too much of a difference uh, just because they're doing it on the online portal that you would apply with yeah. online anyway yourself. But when you're going in for business, I'll get there in a little, they actually uh, go direct to an underwriter. Mm -hmm. So if you sit down with a bank relationship manager, yeah. they will ask you, Colin, what do you want your limit to be? And they'll literally write on the paper $50,000. They'll slide it to a real person and they'll review everything. So in my program, like I have a relationship manager that I funnel all my people to. And from Chase? Yeah, at Chase. Oh, wow. Yeah, at a local Miami branch. So yeah, so that's so that's that. The next card I would get for personal after that first one would be an airline card. So Chase has United and they have Southwest. So pick whatever one you fly the most yeah. uh, and, and go with one of them. Probably the Southwest, man. It's like, you ever been in New York? Uh, yeah. You've been on subway in New York? Yeah. That's what it feels like in Southwest, yeah. man. Yeah, I feel like good. somebody's going to come through breakdancing for change. I feel like a kid's, I'm in Southwest. I feel like a kid's going to come try to sell me candy for his basketball team and that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of trash. Motherfuckers come on there eating. Yeah. I was, I, I was flying to, to Atlanta, my first class American seat, but the, the flight got canceled right before uh, Father's Day last year. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I need to see my black baby. And uh, so like, I, <laughs> there was like no other flights going on. So I went online. Oh, the only city leaving was a Southwest flight. I was like, oh man. All right, man, got to do it. Got to do it for the children. You yeah. know, break the cycle. And so, like, I'm getting, I get in, I get on the flight, and there's a dude next to me, man, talking on speakerphone. <laughs> it's like, it's like the fucking the student, the, the plane waitress had like a fucking neck tattoo and shit. I was like, man, this is the hood. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It felt like the F train. Yeah. Like I was back on the F train and uh, or the one train in goddamn Washington Heights or some shit. You, you know, know spirit? Nah, man. I just did that. No, nah, I ain't never did spirit. I had to from Vegas. <laughs> Look at this. All they had. From bro. Vegas. From Vegas. Six hours. Yeah, from imagine from Vegas too. Like the people on that. Dios mío. Bro, people are like 99 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> man. All right, yeah. so you can get United or, or Southwest. Go with United. That's yeah. what I went with. <laughs> yeah, they have a couple different options. <laughs> yo, yo, man, did they make you fly the plane yourself? Or like, did you hit the... <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the sign up bonus. <laughs> You have to successfully land the plane. I'm on Southwest, man. I was like, man, he's going to fucking drive this thing. <laughs> like, who's gonna... <laughs> it's like a 50 50 shot. You're landing <laughs> on Southwest Spirit. So I, I don't I don't recommend getting the Southwest, but hey, if that's your thing, you can go for it. Um, I'm, I'm bringing my sister here for Thanksgiving, yeah. and um, I bought my mom. First class American flight. I put my sister in spirit. Oh, uh, I mean, I put my sister on Southwest. Not Damn. spirit. I don't hate her. Okay. You know what I'm <laughs> like, I got the beef with her. Yeah, <laughs> but sure. I put her on spirit just because, you know, uh, you know, she was mean to me when I was little. Anyway, uh, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get okay. United. All right, guys. 
Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far and you're getting lots of value from it. On the Victory Talk podcast, our goal is to help you guys make money, build muscle, and improve your mindset with brand new episodes every day. And we're not trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. There's no sponsors like these other guys. They're trying to sell underwear on their podcast, some fucking bullshit that someone paid them to do. I ain't doing none of that. So if you found value in this at all, man, please write a review because it's really going to help us put out more content, help more people make more money, build their muscle and improve their mindset. Now enjoy the rest of the show. So, so let's talk about the third. So yeah, United has one that has the club. So if you if you like the lounges, you always wanted to go on them. You don't even have to have first class as long as you hold the club card. You can access the lounge whenever you fly. Okay, so you could buy economy and access the club. That's my problem because I don't I don't have American status. So sometimes I'm in the terminal where there's no uh, Centurion lounge. Yeah, and I can't I can't go in with my with my Amex. But if you fly first class, you'll always get. Uh, the lounge. They're always with them. Oh, I thought her American. Ah, yeah. No, I just thought I didn't have that. So, so the only time you can't go in the American flagship lounge. That's only for international. Got but it. you can go on the regular America. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. so and you should also have, <laughs> do you not have this card? I got that. Okay, yeah. so this gives you priority fast, and that gives you access to like thousands of lounges. Really? Yes. So I get this. Yeah. Okay. So look, bro. I showed you uh, earlier. I don't know where that thing went. I have the priority pass little card. Yeah, but yeah, that comes with your card. But I got this too. I got, it, but it came with it came with my. Um, there you go. Yeah, this Amex. Amex. Yeah, it comes with both. Oh, but so have you ever used it? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. But, but like sometimes they say like if you're not flying the, if you're not flying that era. I don't know. Some, sometimes the lounges don't let me in. Sometimes, yeah. But yeah. if it, usually if you have priority pass, there's always like one or two that you can access. All right, all right. What you're flying. It depends on the, if, the, if it's in your terminal though. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You're gonna have to go another. I'm not switching. You're not gonna want to do that. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, but I got sure. the chase. All right, cool. All right. Anyway. Okay, so so now you have one airline card. You got one beginner card. Now we want to get one of the elite cards. Okay. So after another 90 days of spending and paying it off on time, that's another thing I forgot. Pay it all on time. You got to pay it off. Yeah. When we're building history here, we're trying to use this card as many times as possible. So throw your debit card away. You don't ever want to use that again once you get credit. Because we're always thinking about building. We want to build a relationship, build history, show trust with the bank. Yeah. So we're spending, we're paying off. We're spending, we're paying off. Three months goes down. 91 days later, we're applying for our third card. Now, this is the big boy. This is the Chase Sapphire Reserve. So if you got some good limits on the other cards... And maybe if you have an AU, you should get this one. If you don't have an AU and you got smaller limits, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't risk it on this. You probably wouldn't get approved yet. Need a little more history. Go with the Sapphire Preferred. So it's like the uh, little brother of this one. Okay. So, so this is the reserve. The reserve. Yeah. Reserve is like the the best one in the game. Okay. That's the one I got. Yeah. Okay. I love the reserve. So with this one, you get anywhere from like 75,000 to 100,000 points signup bonus. Mm. You get the priority pass access. You get a $300 travel credit that you can use on whatever airline you want. Mm-hmm. You get three times points on all travel and all food. Is so whenever food? you- All food. Restaurants. Every time. Oh, wow. Every time you go to the restaurant. But for us, like this is personal. Yeah. I use my Amex Gold. Yeah, use Amex. Yeah, we get four times points on restaurants with Amex Gold. Come on. That's the shit. So so that's personal. But first, let's talk about if you've completely messed up your credit. Okay. Because that's like 90%. That's most people. I know. And and it's unfortunate because like 
we were obviously like misled the entire time. Mm. So, you know, we're, we're listening to our parents that don't know shit about yeah. credit. They're telling us to get these cards they are the wrong cards. We're not even learning about how to pay it off on time. And we're watching interest accrue mm. and it's 25% interest. If you yeah. leave your balance past the statement due date, yeah. now you're accruing interest every single day. Yeah. I don't pay a dime of interest. People don't even know that. Yeah. They're like, oh, I put 20K on this. Oh, I just make the minimum monthly payment. Oh, it's only 300 bucks. Nah. Perfect. Nah. Bro, you got to watch out. Yeah. Interest. They'll, they'll get you. And especially on like people are pulling out home equity lines of credit too. And they have the variable rate, the one that changes, it's not fixed, <laughs> starts at zero. And then as the Fed just raised rates over the past year, yeah. bro, the shit's at 7% now. People are defaulting on all their homes. Mm. So watch out for the interest, guys. All right, all right. But let's let's get this clear. When you first get your card, you want to set up the payment due date for five days before the payment is due. So like you'll see the statement date mm -hmm. and you want to set it up so it pays five days before. The reason why is because it takes some time to update to the bureaus. So if we're paying it on the exact day it's due, they might not get that update in time. Mm -hmm. And now it's reporting that you have a balance and your score goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people have like a 650 score and they're like, dude, I don't, I don't have any late payments. I don't have any collections. Like, why is my shit so bad? Bro, you have a 30% utilization. Uh, like, if you have anything over 6% utilization, it's gonna it's, gonna, it's gonna hit you. But now that, that's temporary though. Like, if you you can you can just you could pay, pay it off and then the next cycle it'll for be sure. Right. Exactly. But the cycles last 30 days. Uh, so imagine you're trying to get days. a new car, trying to get in a new apartment. You gotta wait a Your month. shit got hit 650. Now you're screwed. Got it, got it. Got so it. it's this whole fuck, it's a jigsaw, bro. It's a yeah. whole puzzle. But it and it's and it really sucks if you screwed your shit up. So let's talk about what happened to me. Uh, so I had three credit cards, the exact sequence I told you guys. Mm -hmm. I had my Freedom, I had my um, my United card, and then I had my Chase Sapphire, okay? What happened was I got a little overboard on on the limits. I was just spending like crazy, had no yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. I was just a kid, 22, 23 years old, hit the sign-up bonuses, got my points, and I'm like, well, now how do I pay this off? Pay this off. Yeah. So <laughs> basically got in a trap there, and um, what actually ended up happening was because I couldn't get any more credit cards because my, my uh, score was so low because mm -hmm. the utilization was so high, I applied for a personal loan to just uh -oh. get money, and that was at 12% interest. I got $20,000 in a personal loan. And I invested it into all my different businesses, a clothing company. I did some real estate. I did a content creation company. All of them failed. <laughs> so that loan, I had no money to pay it off. So now I'm I'm swimming in credit card debt with the interest occurring yeah, yeah, yeah. a month, plus this loan. And the, the loan payments are now $750 a month. I'm broke. So I just stopped paying it. Thing defaults and it hits my score. So now I have cards that are you know completely overdrawn and now i have this this report uh showing i have a collection oh. so now i get hit with the collection the account gets charged off they send it in the default and basically what happens is a collection agency will buy that debt yeah and they'll try to just harass you until you pay them something yeah so i learned really early on that you don't ever want to pay collections mm. okay so when you pay collections you immediately admit to the debt mm. you have the right to remain silent with okay. because until they prove that it's yours, it, if it's not proven, it must be removed. Okay, mm -hmm. just remember that. Mm -hmm. If they cannot prove it, they must remove it. Okay, that's how the Fair Credit Reporting Act works. Okay, okay, so study that the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So once I learned that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk to these people and I'm going to send in dispute letters. And I and honestly, I just downloaded a bunch of credit dispute letters from Google, uh -huh. YouTube, Google, just doing yeah, tons yeah. of research, Reddit, trying all different things. I'd package up the envelope. I go to the post office. I send them in. And after three months of just sending in round after round after round, yeah. one day I looked and the collection was gone. Come on. 
no more collection. So now my score went from having a, a 580 all the way up to a 720. I ended up getting my, my cards paid down to 10% utilization. Yeah. And then that time I studied how to do a sequence. So applying for the right cards, knowing which bureaus that the credit uh, is going to pull mm -hmm. and being able to align them so I'm not getting too many inquiries all at once. Uh, so Amex, the cool thing about Amex is they don't even pull inquiries if you already have one card with them. Okay. So you can get six Amex cards and they don't pull shit. Really? Yes. They just look at your- They just they just look at your back end. Like they have your back end mm -hmm. report. Oh, you know, Brandon's got the Amex Platinum, $10,000 limit. He pays it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Let's give him a gold. Let's give him yeah, a, yeah. a green, whatever one you apply. Yeah, when I got the platinum card, it was they just they just they just hey, approve you, you automatically. You want the gold? I was like, oh yeah, give me that. Exactly. <laughs> and you got no inquiries. So yeah. the only time I get an inquiry is on the first one. So what I did was I was like, okay, I got my three basic cards. Uh, this one that I got approved for, actually, I didn't even have this one yet. I had the uh, I had two freedoms. I applied for this one. The best thing about this one is you have to get a 10k limit if you get approved. Mm -hmm. Chase, Chase Sapphire Reserve, they will not approve you. And if they do, it has to be 10K. Yes. And so they were like, Colin, we can't approve you yet, man. You only have like a 5K limit and a 2K limit. You need some more time. So they denied me. So what I did was I called the reconsideration line. Mm -hmm. You guys should all do this. If you ever get denied, call the recon line and you hang up and call again if they say no. And you just keep doing it. Eventually you get someone that's like, all right, let's see what we can do. You know what, Colin? We'll move your two limits from your other cards and we'll give you about 5K on this new one, but we'll combine your other limits and make it 10K on this one. Just so you could get the card approved. And I was like, yes. So I went from getting denied flat out on my first of seven cards I was applying for. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, fuck this. Like I, I planned for this shit. So I got it approved, got the 10K limit. And because I had that 10K limit, now I was able to get the business cards. Uh, you cannot apply for business unless you have a $10,000 limit. Okay. okay? We would check. With any card. Okay. Like even if you have all Amex cards on personal, you shouldn't go for a business card because if you have just 5K limits, they're going to approve you for like, like 7k mm. when with business we're working with zero percent interest like yeah, we're trying to spend this money and make money with it so what we want to do is we want to make sure our foundation is built mm -hmm. and we want to apply for a business card with over 10k limit so that we're getting 20 30k approved because they usually give you two to three x what your highest personal is mm. yeah so i got basically i went ahead and i got the uh chase ink unlimited Okay. I got the uh, business blue cash, which is basically that, but on the Amex side, okay. another 0%. I got the Amex business gold, the Amex business platinum, and the Amex business plum. So all in all, I got uh, seven cards in mm -hmm. one day. Come on. And my life was changed. I had $75,000 in limits. Most of that was at 0%. I had all kinds of sign-up bonuses. And I was doing manufacturer spending back then. Uh, which basically gives you the sign-up bonus without you actually spending money. Just to, just to wrap up, if somebody had bad credit, they got They have to keep just basically sending letters. Fair Credit Reporting Act, yep. So you want to look that up. Um, and you could look up just YouTube videos. I mean, there's tons of courses out there. Uh, you could use Credit Repair Cloud to write your own letters. They have mm -hmm. templates. Uh, there's Dispute Panda, which is a software uh, that does the letters for you. You yeah. pay per letter. All kinds of great technology out there that works. Or you could pay a company to do the yeah, credit yeah. repair. If you want, you could do it yourself. But if you want to save your time, uh, you could just pay a company to do it. Yeah. And then do they do it? typically do a good job, these companies? I mean, it all depends on the company. You know? I've been in the space for a while. So, you know, if you guys need help, you can DM me on Instagram. I can absolutely help. What's your Instagram, man? Say, say, say it. Yeah, it's at Colin Yerkeson. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always. 
Thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there, right? If you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die, that's cool. I'm sure you got redeeming qualities. The Victory Unit Discord, you won't find a lot of value for you. Now, if you're a guy who's hell bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals, you fucking need to join the Victory Unit Discord. You need to stop whatever you're doing, whatever it is. It's not more important than joining the Victory Unit Discord right now. I don't care if you're holding a baby, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down, Walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now, right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well, all right? Holla at y'all. Peace.